0: This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Bleed SoCal Sweat. Today, we are going to be talking about the Sunday sads or the Sunday scaries. You know that feeling of dread that you have on Sunday before re- returning to your work week? Maybe you have a horrible presentation on Monday morning meeting with your boss? Well, it's defined as, they're you know, the heavy sense of anxiety and dread that's set in on Sunday afternoon or evening as you look toward the work week ahead. It's a term that has become very popular in recent years. Since the pandemic, people are re- experiencing even more anxiety, especially if they have to return to work and wanting to work from home. Yeah, it's, it's actually a real thing and many articles have been published on it. And I, can, I sort of put together some of the articles for an, a podcast this week, just to sort of help everyone going through this. I myself go through this all the time. You have a wonderful weekend and you don't want to go back to anything that's normal. Now, for many of us, Sundays can actually instill what's called anticipatory anxiety. And that is involves nervousness and dread about something that hasn't happened yet, the week ahead. And as the minutes pass on Sunday afternoon, We can notice symptoms of anxiety, such as stomach issues, restlessness, irritability, and a vague sense of unease. And despite its name on the Sundays, sometimes it can even pop up on Tuesday through Saturday, or if you have a class on Tuesday, it can show up on a Monday night. And it's just these feelings that can really make us feel so stuck and we're not. There's many things that we can do to prevent the stress that come along with them. But please also know that you're not alone with these feelings. In a 2018 study conducted by LinkedIn, there were 1,000, of, out of 1,017 adults surveyed, 80% said they experienced Sunday night anxiety. And although this knowledge won't fix the problem, it might help to know that other people are feeling the same way as the weekend winds down. Because let's just face it, we like to have fun, we like to escape, and we don't really want to go back to work, period. So what should we do? It's important to narrow down the cause. Sometimes you can trace these feelings back to a single cause. Maybe your your least favorite class is also also your first of the week, or your weekly check-in with a demanding supervisor happens bright and early Monday morning. In either scenario, identifying the cause that can help you find the ways to manage your feelings, whether that involves a little extra studying or getting a pep talk from your partner. Other times, Sunday anxiety has more complex issues, and we find our days getting busier and busier. The usual responsibilities might even get might involve going to work and doing well enough to keep your job, running errands, exercising, socializing, preparing meals and eating, making time for hobbies and sleeping. The list goes on and on. If you live with a partner or your other family members, more people can pitch in to share the work, but you'll also have more responsibilities. In the end, it generally boils down to one convenient truth. Two days off just doesn't always cut it, I mean, Saturday and Sunday, usually we have other commitments, and then it's over. Second is to brainstorm strategies that can address looming problems. When anxiety centers around a task or a project, you need to handle it. It generally doesn't go away until you've resolved the problem. That might be tough if you can't handle work issues over the weekend. Even when you can, you probably can't or shouldn't. Maintaining work-life balance is important. We can't be working all the time, although it's very easy to because we have so much responsibility. More on our plates than ever before, I believe. If you can, check those worries by writing them down. Take 15 minutes to make a to-do list to explore possibilities, possible solutions on paper. If you're overwhelmed by the number of things you need to get done, quickly divide them into three categories. Number one could be things you have to do. Number two could be things that can wait. Number three could be things that someone that can things that someone can help you with. The three, the third one is my favorite, although. Many of us have an issue delegating. I myself do as well. You can finish off that task list in 15 minutes. And then once your time is up, set the list aside somewhere safe. And if anxiety pops up again, remind yourself you've done everything you can and then gently return your thoughts to enjoying the moment. If that's possible. Next is to practice self-compassion. You had big ambitions for your weekend. After getting up early and taking your dog to the beach, you plan to do chores and small projects around the house, start start reading a new book, and prepare a few meals for the week. However, on Saturday morning, you find yourself so exhausted that you slept in and then spent the day watching television while scrolling through social media and texting your girlfriends all day long. So then on Sunday morning, you lecture yourself for your lack of productivity. You rush to cram everything into one day, which left leaves you feeling crabby and miserable and unable to get much enjoyment out of the out of the beach or your book. So next time, ignore what you didn't finish and focus on what you did do. You did get good sleep that you probably needed. You also, you also caught up with friends. You read a little and completed a few chores. So bottom line, getting down on yourself for not doing well enough will only worsen some anxiety. Instead, be kind to yourself by acknowledging you can only do your best then make a rest, the rest of the weekend more meaningful by doing something you enjoy and keeping your thoughts on that activity. So that's practicing self-compassion. And also consider whether you're overbooking yourself. If you regularly try to do too much, it's no surprise you dread each week before it arrives. Say you sign up for two group workout classes and that knock out three evenings each week. By the time you get home, you barely have enough energy to even de- eat dinner and crawl into bed. Most weeks, you also accompany your best friend to a trivia night at the pub, since she doesn't you want to go alone. Well, in all actuality, you'd rather have a night to yourself but you also realize it's your fun night so you go anyway. And the bottom line here is where with every week, when every week involves non-stop running from commitment to commitment even if you, they don't seem that much stressful, you'd probably be too drained to use your weekend productivity, much less enjoy it. The next one is to make your Sundays much more exciting. Or you can try any of these tips for a more restful Sunday. That would be Do the worst first. Don't leave the worst chores until the end of the weekend. Get those things done Saturday morning or Friday night if you're really ambitious. Leave the remaining time for fun and relaxation. And for those of us that procrastinate, we usually leave it till the end. And that's why we usually incur much more anxiety I myself am one of them. The next one is to pace yourself. Try doing a few chores and errands during the week. It's tempting to sink onto the sofa after a long day. Or couch, not sofa. But doing just one thing each night can help you free up some time on Sunday. Next is to make it exclusive. Dedicate Sunday to relaxing activities only. Whether it's heading to a yoga class, going on a long hike, or curling up with a good book. Maybe just meeting for brunch with new friends for brunch. That's always really fun too. Treat yourself. Plan a special treat for yourself on Sunday evening like ordering takeout from your favorite restaurant or taking a long bubble bath or a long hot shower. I love that. Make money a special occasion. Schedule things you look forward to, like a video call with distant friends. Or Monday to take the edge off some of the dread. Maybe plan a Monday happy hour that makes you look forward to Monday and getting, over with, going, getting it over with. Then it won't seem like such a hard day. Also, I've also read that to keep keep the week less a little less daunting and to not just make Wednesday hump day, plan a Monday and Wednesday happy hour. And then it breaks up the week. That can always help too and then log off. Ignore work-related texts and emails if possible. Turning off your phone can help. If you're off the clock, stay off unless an emergency pops up. Depending on our jobs, it's not always easy to do that. So just kind of do what works for you, but make a habit of prioritizing relaxation during your free time can help reduce Sunday stress and better equip you to face the the demands and and all the responsibilities of the week. And then consider rearranging, rearranging your schedule. You probably can't quit your job, although you'd probably like to. (laughs) Instead of taking it easy on Friday afternoon, why not get a head start on some of the Monday tasks? This not only makes Monday feel less stressful, but it also helps you feel more confident and productive. You might even catch yourself looking forward to the week ahead. Imagine that. Also, consider scheduling less demanding tasks for Monday. A later to-do list can help you slide back into your workflow more easily. Avoid setting big deadlines or anxiety-producing meetings for Mondays whenever possible. If you're still feeling sunny dread, use this as a signal that something about your job and life needs to change. from what it could be, then make a plan to do something about it. And finally, talk to a therapist. It's totally understandable to feel down as you watch the last moments of your weekend slip away. But the sunny scaries can sometimes be a sign of something much deeper. Pay attention to anxiety that begins earlier and earlier each week or never seems to go away, especially if it occurs alongside other symptoms like irritability, difficulty concentrating, emotional numbness and fatigue. If you notice that these if you notice these or find that you struggle to enjoy your usual activities, it might be time to consider some professional help. And the bottom line is that creeping sense of dread you feel on Sunday may be partially a product of the times we live in, and that these are not always easy to fix. Instead of letting this take over your night, acknowledge it, except that, when you, except that you might not be able to completely get rid of it. So instead, it's just best to turn your attention to your favorite hobbies and the company of your loved ones, your friends, people that care about you. And please try to remember that you are not alone and that there is definitely help out there and seek other resources. Get help if you can. And um, just stay on top of your game and be kind to yourself, really. Life's too short. And a task can wait. It really can. And just give yourself grace. And again, know that you're not alone in this. And there's plenty of help. If you really are hitting rock bottom, try to seek a mental therapist. But do give yourself a break and know that you're doing really well. And when that Monday morning still scares you, just go and go to your favorite coffee shop. Get the best, most expensive, full flavored coffee that you know, that you love. And just start off the day with enjoyment. All right, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Leave SoCal Sweat. I do hope these tips can help you because we are all in this together. Have a wonderful week. We appreciate you for listening and please rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, TunedIn, or bleep.com. You can always reach out to me for any comments or questions you'd like covered on the show at Anne McDaniels or at Anne McDaniels Actress. And I will see you next time on Leave SoCal sweat.